Hi, I'm your host, Alan. And your host, Corbin. And this is your guide to Kung Fu Panda, released June 6, 2008, directed by Mark Osborne and John Stevenson. Now, the idea for Kung Fu Panda actually begins way back in the year 2004, about four years before it actually released in the theaters. And by 2005, they had announced the stars that would be participating, or that would be in the movie, which would have been... Of course, Jack Black, but also Dustin Hoffman, Jackie Chan, Lucy Liu, Ian McShane, and Angelina Jolie. And this idea of Kung Fu Panda was conceived by Michael LaChance, who was a DreamWorks executive. Now, our directors, Mark Osborne and John Stevenson, before this, haven't worked on too many movies, especially not in a director's role. Um, Mark Osborne, before this, did a lot of like Weird Al music videos. Um, he directed a few episodes of the SpongeBob SquarePants uh, TV show, and he also did the live action sequences, like he was a director on the live action sequences for the movie for SpongeBob SquarePants. And then, of course, later he would go on to do a movie called uh, The Little Prince, which I believe is a, I guess, a French film, because in IMDb it was, uh, its title was in French, Le Petit Prince. John Stevenson, on the other hand, mostly worked in the art department for a lot of other DreamWorks animated films. Um, he was on Back to the Future TV show for a few episodes. Uh, he did Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron, Sinbad, The Legend of the Seven Seas, Shrek 1 and 2, Madagascar. Um, so at least in in terms of like DreamWorks, he's, it seems like he's very well versed in how they operate. So when Kung Fu Panda comes around, this is his first feature length directorial role. And I think later on, he would go to direct Sherlock Gnomes, which is like this, I think it's like a, a sequel or a spinoff of Gnomeo and Juliet, which I have seen, by the way, oh, in the no. theater. Um, <laughs> now, for the time when this movie was conceived, um, it was considered to be one of the most complex projects that DreamWorks has ever taken on. Uh, and that's part of the reason why it took them four years to make it. Um, it didn't release until 2008. Um, now, of course, it was inspired by a lot of, you know, Kung Fu, Wire, or Wire Fu movies, um, some of them being Hero, House of the Flying Daggers, and uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. The co-directors really wanted an authentic Chinese feel, Chinese and Kung Fu feel to it uh, when you watch the movie. Well, it didn't exactly leave or release um, unscathed in terms of uh, lawsuits. In fact, there were two against DreamWorks. Oh, no. Yeah. What? Terrence Dunn uh, claimed that the idea was his, that we that he had sent to DreamWorks back in 2001, but the court found it <laughs> in favor of DreamWorks. And then another guy named Jamie Gordon um, claimed something very similar. He claimed that he had made the characters and even copyrighted them back in the year 2000. He had pitched the idea to Jeffrey Kattenberg, who was before he left Disney to form DreamWorks, <laughs> Um, but later Gordon dropped the suit, uh, and then come to find out in 2015, he was found guilty of wire fraud, three counts of perjury for fabricating and backdating drawings to support his claims. <laughs> and apparently traced some of those, apparently some of those he had traced from a Lion King coloring book. Um, and then in 2016, he was convicted for 25 years oh in gosh. prison. And in 2017, <laughs> sentenced to two years in federal prison in order to pay $3 million in restitution. Well, besides all of that, Kung Fu Panda did go on to at least be nominated for the 81st Academy Awards for Best Animated Feature. But of course, naturally, if Disney is also in the same race, it would lose to Disney and Wally <laughs> walked away with it. 
Yeah, I saw that too. And I thought, I think Wally deserved it. I love Wally. So it was actually Wally Bolt. So it was Disney and Disney's company Pixar, which I don't know if they fully even owned Pixar at that point anyway. And I thought, yeah, there wasn't like very much competition if they had to put Bolt in there. There was only three nominated. But for me, it was it would be Wally. But in terms of other films that released the same year in 2008, um, we have uh, notably we have The Dark Knight, which we have reviewed. Um, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull released this year, which we also have reviewed. Hancock, Mamma Mia, Madagascar, Escape to Africa, Quantum of Solace, Iron Man, Wally, obviously. And Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian, which you've also reviewed. And for the 80th Academy Awards, No Country for Old Men walked away with Best Picture. Now, as I mentioned earlier, this was released kind of right in the middle of the summer season, uh, June 6, 2008. It released in over 4,000 theaters. So, I mean, basically, you know, if there's a theater near you, it's probably playing it. Um, had a production budget of $130 million, Opening weekend, $60.2 million. Domestically overall, 215.4 million, foreign markets at 416.5 million for a worldwide total of 631.9 million. Um, and this was one of the top 10 grossing movies of the year as well. <laughs> I just left it off the list to build up suspense yeah. uh, for when I gave these numbers. Yeah, it's pretty shocking, honestly, that an animated movie done by DreamWorks, I know Shrek had already come out. Um, they had done other movies like Over the Hedge that were popular. I don't mm -hmm. think they were doing these kind of numbers. I mean, these are like Marvel numbers now where a good Marvel movie will make this much. So it, it, that's just wildly impressive. I was shocked to see how much it had grossed. Yeah, this did amazing, pretty dang amazing in the box office, especially for a feature that's, you know, it's by DreamWorks, which at this point, too, you know, while Pixar was a thing um, and still and so was still a powerhouse, um, you know, you still had Shrek and I think not most notably Shrek 2, which I, from what I understand, did way better. And of course, Madagascar. So you had at least DreamWorks pictures that were relatively popular. Um, for the time, like I remember when um, Madagascar came out. I remember when Kung Fu Panda came out because I was at least for Kung Fu Panda, I was there in the theater. Um, so I remember that the time DreamWorks was like definitely a competitor of sorts to Pixar. Um, not so much nowadays, but I remember when this movie came out. So it's kind of cool to see how good it did in the box office um, for almost now. It seems like Pixar is like almost like a monopoly when it comes to an animated films. Um, you don't really see them released too much nowadays from other companies, not often at least. But in terms of its box office placement, uh, this released with a lot of competition, uh, believe it or not. We, it did release at number one when it first came out. Um, don't Mess With the Zohan was at number two. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull at number three. Sex in the City at number four. And The Strangers at number five. Um, oh, that's a weird week. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a weird week. But it was pretty quickly overshadowed by the next week uh, when the when Marvel's The Incredible Hulk came out, which pushed it down to number two. Mm. And of, of, of course, The Happening also released this year, which you've also reviewed, which came out at number three. Um, so it went down number two for the second week. Number three in its third week with the release of Get Smart coming out at number one. But also The Love Guru um, coming out at number four right underneath it. Week five was the release of Wally. Which put, or sorry, week four was the release of Wally, which pushed it down to number five. 
So Wally came out obviously at number one, and uh, Wanted came out at number two. So it just oh, kind of yeah. kept going down the list as the weeks went on because th- th- this is a summer rise right in the middle of the season, right? So every week there's like a new movie coming out, and especially with you know the Incredible Hulk, Get Smart, Wally, you know those are pretty big names, um, especially Wally and Incredible yeah. Hulk. Yeah, I think they should be happy they got number one opening weekend with $60 million. I mean, this is an independent Mm -hmm. property. It did release in over 4,000 theaters. So they really went big for this one, especially with that $130 million budget. You knew they were really gunning for some stuff and then it would go on to get that Oscar. So yeah, for, for people questioning what you're reviewing Kung Fu Panda, first of all, we wanted a little bit of a mental break from Denise films that we just mm-hmm. finished the first half of. But this series, as you're as we're talking about and as we'll talk about further as it goes on, is a big deal like worldwide. I mean, it it's a over a billion dollar franchise. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it made over half a billion with this first film. That's really looking good for what's to come with the later sequels. Because obviously with a film that makes 615 something million dollars in the box office with a production budget of 130 million, that's also a kid's movie. Um, (laughs) I think that's just a recipe for more than one sequel to come out um, after that. Well, in terms of scores, um, still, this is, again, along with the box office, that was rather impressive. The scores themselves are also very impressive. IMDb at a 7.5, Metascore at a 74, Rotten Tomatoes at an 87% critic score, 83% audience score, Cinema score of an A-, minus, which is the lowest of the series, mm-hmm. um, and a Letterboxd score of a 3.5. So, all across the board, it's looking pretty good. I was once again shocked when I saw those scores as well. It's been a long time since I saw this movie, but to see that it was highly critically received, certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, overwhelming majority of critics and audiences love this movie, gave it a big grade. And yeah, A minus, it is the, considered the lowest scoring film of the trilogy, according to Cinema Score, which was a surprise. And I was also surprised to see that the third film has the exact same Rotten Tomatoes critic score as the first one, which really makes me curious. So that honestly, this makes me feel better about the series, knowing that across the board, it's very well loved by critics and audiences. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting to say the least. Yeah, you don't see this too often where, I mean, the first film might be good, right? You, mm-hmm. you, you'll see like the first film usually that's pretty good and what would become a trilogy. And then when the next few come out, they kind of, especially for kids films, they can very easily drop in quality here. But mm-hmm. I mean, we'll, obviously we'll find out what our thoughts are when those future movie come, when we review those future movies. But just kind of looking at things preliminary before we get there, things are looking pretty good for not just this first film, but the entire series thus far with the next couple of films that have come out. So looking very promising. Um, and I remember hearing good things about this, this trilogy in general. So I'm curious to see what our thoughts are in the next coming weeks. I really am too. All right, well, Corbin, thank you for joining me and I'll see you on Monday. Sure thing. And as I mentioned, listeners, we'll be back in the next few weeks to continue this series of Kung Fu Panda. Um, So you definitely don't want to miss on Monday and you definitely don't want to miss the next coming weeks as we continue to review this series. So we'll see you then, listeners.
The Silver Screen Guide podcast is edited and produced by Alan and Corbin. Intro and outro music is created by Thomas Rankin. The thoughts and opinions herein expressed are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent those held by Silver Screen Guide. Silver Screen Guide is not affiliated with any company or individual involved with the creation of this movie or TV show. No portion of the podcast may be used without express written permission from Silver Screen Guide.